Hey, how's it going, you guys? Before we get started, I kind of want to shine a light on a subject that isn't necessarily talked about. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is a free and confidential support system available 24-7 for people going through some dark times. You're not in this alone, and you shouldn't have to go through it alone. Whether you don't feel comfortable talking to a loved one or you just feel like a bother, do me a favor and give them a call, 1-800-273-8255. Now let's get this thing on the road. What is up, you guys? This is Omar Oaxaca. I'm here to introduce you to a new venture of mine, something that I really wanted to start over the past couple of years, whether it was during the pandemic, being bored, or beforehand that. Um, I want to introduce you to the Barbershop Locks podcast. This is a podcast brought to you by me, Omar Oaxaca, and my co-host, Kenny Hine who couldn't be here today, which, you know, it sucks, but it's, it happens. A little emergency popped up, and, you know, he had to he had to make some change of plans. What I want to do with the Barbershop Locks podcast is talk about sports, talk about sports betting, talk about sports news, everything that has to do with sports, dibble-dabble and everything. I just... I just want a little vent, you know, vent a little bit, talk about sports, because I feel like, you know, everybody's into sports, but not everybody's into sports, you know, like, so I want to use this as as a gateway for me to kind of let it out, and obviously my, my co-host, Kenny Hine, he could, he could use it the same way, we'll get a story on a future episode. Hopefully, I'm aiming for every Thursday morning, the podcast will be out, so you guys could probably be on your way to work or doing your morning lives or or just getting ready for work. This, I want to say, what's Thursday when you guys are hearing this, but the NFL kicks off Thursday, and... Then the first game that's going to be up is Tampa Bay versus the Dallas Cowboys. And I want to say they're in Tampa Bay. Only be right because reigning champions, you know. Shout out them. Shout out the GOAT. Funny story. I was never a big Tom Brady fan growing up. I hated him. I hated the Patriots. I hated everything that had to do with them. But as soon as he went to Tampa, I was like, he's all right. He's, I grew up a a Peyton Manning fan with the Colts and eventually with the Broncos, you know, and that was the rival, Tom Brady. And, and I always downplay him. I always do everything to not give him his due credit. And when he won with Tampa, I just, you know, I, there was nothing else I could say. Him him going to the NFC, him being in the AFC for however long, 20 years or whatever, dominating every year. It was either him, Peyton, uh, Ben, Big Ben in Pittsburgh, and, and at one time the Ravens won the Super Bowl. And for him to come to the NFC, granted, the Tampa Bay was was a quarterback away from being a really great team. And when you have a player of Tom Brady's caliber come in, you're going to get that veteran 
that wants to take the pay cut to chase the ring. And sure enough, that's what happened. You know, they got Antonio Brown, Gronk came back. Two two high-level athletes in their prime, they're definitely best on the field. But even even a couple years removed, they're still pretty good. But for him for him to make such a difference, such an impact on that team straight out the gate, you know, they had their struggles in the beginning of the season, which, you know, every team does. It's all a chemistry issue by then. But for him to make an impact and for them to, to go on and, and win the Super Bowl to to beat the Packers who – who I thought were going to come out the NFC, for them to to put on such a show in that last second touchdown at halftime to Scotty Miller or whatever his name is, that that really convinced me in my mind that, and I can't I can't even like doubt it that, that this man's the goat. Seven rings, ten appearances. You can't you can't argue that, especially in football. Granted. You know, you only play one side of the field, and but quarterback's like the most important position. You just you had to admire that, and I know this is like the the Tom Brady three minutes or whatever two minutes that I said it, but that's definitely something you admire, and it's definitely something that you can't really hate on. You can hate on it, you know what I'm saying? But you're gonna sound like a you know you're gonna sound like a hater, but. I got Tampa Bay winning that game. I want to say the spread is eight and a half. Uh, Tampa Bay favorites. Oh, man, that I feel like that's like a Dallas isn't gonna come out there and just lay down. But I feel like Tampa Bay has all the firing power, all the chemistry. This is this they brought back all the starters on offense and defense, and I'm pretty sure the damn kicker and the punter came back. But they brought back all the starters. The chemistry is well, is going to be through the roof unless they they fight in training camp or or somebody finds out somebody's sleeping with somebody's uh, mom or something. Shout out Delonte West, but uh, yeah, the I feel like Tampa Bay is definitely gonna steamroll through Dallas. It should be more than eight and a half, but on that one, I feel like I'm gonna take the money line. To be honest. I think the money line is like minus four twenty, but I know it's not a big margin. I guess the minus eight and a half points isn't too bad. Hmm. I guess Tampa Bay should win that. Should win it. Should win it. Should win it. Um, as far as this year coming up, it's very exciting year. New rookies, new. New faces on new teams. You know, you got Julio in Tennessee. You got Randall Cobb in uh, Green Bay. You have Mike Davis in Atlanta. Houston, you got to see what Houston does, whether Deshaun Watson plays or not. But he's kind of in some legal issues. J.J. Watts on the Cardinals. Um, Some other players that I'm kind of missing right now. But... Right now, I want to go through the divisions and see who who I think is going to take it, you know? So out of the AFC East, you got Buffalo, Miami, New England, and the New York Jets. 
I can't I can't argue that Buffalo is definitely going to take that division. It it was the New England Patriots division to lose for 20, 20 years, basically, having, you know, time out there. But I feel like the Buffalo is definitely going to take that, that new reign at the top. You know, the Bills Mafia going to go through these tables and big elbows and switching music. The motherfuckers are crazy up there. And... Rightfully so, it's cold as fuck by like 90% of the year. Even in the summer, it's probably cold. But I think they got Buffalo at minus 155 to win the division. It's pretty safe bet. I want to see what New England does with Mac Jones. They say he's the second coming of TB, you know, TB12. But I... That is definitely a good take. Like that, I think they're at plus 360. And that's definitely being generous, to be honest, is highly underrated. New England might might do it. Miami, I think, has almost the same odds. But I don't I don't see that team rallying around Tua. Even in his rookie season, he got benched for Fitzpatrick or, or the other way around. And they just I don't feel like they could win with him. They you know, lefty lefty quarterback. The league has almost little to no success with lefty quarterbacks just because you have to change the whole program around. Your best player can't be your left tackle no more. It has to be your right tackle. And there's only so many really good right tackles in the league. Um, the Jets are going to be the Jets. They're going to suck. Even with Zach Wilson, hell of an arm, that Zach Wilson. Hell of an arm. I seen him in the preseason throw bombs, just straight bombs. And I'm like, this guy, this guy's going to be somebody, but it's not going to be somebody anytime soon. The Jets are probably going to go 17 games this year. The Jets are probably going to go 3-14 and 14 or some shit. Moving on to the North, the AFC North, this is the hardest division for me to even choose a winner. And the odds really don't, really don't do it justice. You got the Ravens plus 115, Cleveland plus 155. Pittsburgh plus 440 and Cincinnati 1800. I'm going to say this right now. I'm a big Joe Burrow fan. I'm a big Cincy believer. They're not they're not going to be the it team in that division this year or maybe next year, but give them a couple years to build the offensive line and build that defense, man, and they're going to be serious contenders. I, I Mark my words right now. But I feel like the Ravens are obviously the clip club favorite. But I feel like the Browns, if Baker Mayfield comes out and plays how you played those last couple games, you remember that overtime game with with the Browns and the Ravens when, when uh, Lamar Jackson went to go poop or pee or whatever and then he came back, said it was injury, he had to go back and talk to the trainer? The Browns are a contender. And I'm going to say here the Browns are definitely a contender. And a Super Bowl contender. They're not even to win the division. They're a Super Bowl contender. That defensive line is crazy. Their offense, OBJ is coming back. They still got Jarvis Landry, uh, Baker. They got Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. They have an offensive that any team, would, any quarterback would love to be in that, in that team. Pittsburgh, 
I, I don't believe in Big Ben, but Pittsburgh has a good team. TJ Watt is kind of holding out. I don't know if it's a bluff to get more money or whatever, but hopefully they sign that contract soon because TJ Watt should have been Defensive Player of the Year. Aaron Donald definitely is a well-deserving candidate that won last year, but TJ Watt is was the sack leader. He Man, he's a menace on the defense. I'm not saying Aaron Donald isn't, but last year definitely should have gone to TJ. The AFC South, they got Tennessee uh, minus 110, Colts plus 150, Jags plus 600, Texans 2,500. Tennessee is obviously the leader, and they added Julio Jones, so already good offense. Their defense is something that I'm not necessarily convinced on, but they're definitely the clear-cut favorite in that division. The Colts, Carson Wentz, even in Philly, even when when he had the MVP season, well, he didn't win it, but even when he had that great season when he got hurt at the end, I still wasn't convinced with him. With him or Jared Goff, those two quarterbacks were, were highly overrated coming in. The Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, and the Jaguars, the Jaguars are there. They have the guy. They have the sunshine. They have the next coming of of fucking Joe Montana or whoever. Man, his intangibles are crazy. Arm strength is out of this world. Smart guy, and he looks the part. But yeah, the Jags definitely not gonna do nothing this year. Texans, they gotta figure that out with Deshaun Watson. The Texans with Deshaun Watson. I would put some money on them. But the Texans with who who's the quarterback? Um Tyrod Taylor. The Texans with Tyrod Taylor, I don't know. I Tyrod Taylor is that quarterback that was that player that you have on your team and then something happens and then you have your guy. Like Baker, you have fucking Fitzpatrick, all that man, all these guys, bro. Everybody that that Tyrod Taylor's team's been on. The Chargers, they found Herbert. Herbert wasn't even supposed to start. He he figured out he was gonna start like two like 15 minutes before the game even started. Like, hey buddy, you're actually going in. Tyrod Taylor, we punctured his lung. Who does that? How unlucky is this guy? Man. But definitely got Tennessee Titans coming out the AFC South. The AFC West. As hard as it being a Denver Broncos fan, everybody knows who who's gonna win that division. The Chiefs, you know, you got the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Raiders. The Chargers, Justin Herbert's immaculate. He's a good guy, good good quarterback. They got one the Bosa brother. They got Keenan Allen. They got Eckler. Eckler actually just got hurt today, and then. You got you got Herbert. Herbert's definitely a top tier quarterback. He's definitely top I wanna say ten right now. Cause you still got you still got the top five order that, that hasn't moved. But he's still a rookie. Kansas City's gonna run away there, minus two ninety. Maybe parlay that up with, with Mahomes winning MVP. But I got Kansas City coming out the division. I definitely got Kansas City coming out of the AFC uh, West, out of the AFC in general, to be honest. Moving over to the NFC side, you got 
Let's start with the NFC East, or like we like to say, the NFC least. We got Dallas, we got Washington football team, we got the Giants, and we got the Philadelphia Eagles. Dallas is plus 150. I don't know if you want to take that. I feel like Washington is definitely going to come out the NFC East with that defensive line, and they got don't they got Fitzpatrick at quarterback now? They need to add Cam Newton. Cam Newton just got cut by the New England Patriots. And him and Ron Rivera definitely have some chemistry going. Well, like past history, to be honest, that being in Carolina. But I definitely got the football team. They're plus 220. So not even that much of a difference in odds between Dallas. The Giants are plus 430 and Phillies plus 450. But I definitely have the Washington football team coming out the NFC least. Moving on to the NFC North, I got the Bears. No, nah, I'm kidding. I don't got the Bears. I got the Packers coming out of the NFC North. Aaron Rodgers coming back. I know they're not on good terms with with management and with owner. Well, not ownership, with the because they're owned by the city of Green Bay or whatever by the fans. But they definitely have some problems in the in the office. But having Aaron Rodgers there, you you have well, some say the goal. Most talented quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Watching football for the past twenty something years, oh, you haven't seen Montana or Steve Young or all these other fucking old ass quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen, and a lot of people definitely agree with me. And he's gonna go down. He needs he needs a couple more a couple more rings, man. Hopefully they do it this year. Maybe they might do it this year, but. I'm definitely rooting for him to to leave Green Bay, but it's going to be weird having him out of Green Bay. The Vikings are plus 280 with Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook. The Bears plus five 550, and the Lions are plus 2100. If I was a betting man, which, you know, I might. I might put a couple dollars on the Lions to win because those are really good odds. But uh, the Lions are going to be the Lions. They lose every year in, on Thanksgiving. They've gone 0-16 in the past, 1-15, 2-14, whatever it is, man. They're definitely out. They traded uh, Matthew Stafford for Jared Goff. So they basically traded a Ferrari for a Camaro, you know? They definitely – Stafford needed to leave. NFC South, obviously, you got Tampa, the Saints, Atlanta, and the Panthers. Tampa is the clear-cut favorite out of there. They're at minus 240. The Saints are plus 440. Atlanta, plus 850, and the Panthers are plus 1,200. I got Tampa. Unless Jameis Winston, I heard he had um, eye surgery, LASIK eye surgery or whatever. Unless he comes out here and balls out, he has a season he had where he had 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. If he could cut that down to 10 interceptions and 30 touchdowns, they're going to be a hard team to beat. You get Michael Thomas back week seven or week eight, whatever, this, the ankle injury, whatever it is that's bothering him is definitely sidelining him, and he's definitely, when healthy, he's the best receiver in the league. But I got Tampa. Man, and Alvin Kamara, monster, monster. Just he's he's probably the most talented. 
No, nah, I wouldn't say most talented running back right now. Because you got Derrick Henry fucking monstrous running people over fucking train that, that he is. But Kamara, Kamara's like a McCaffrey. He he could receive, he could run. Smart guy, fills the gap, runs with no regard. Fast, fast, fast. Um, NFC West, you got the Niners, the Rams, Seattle, and Arizona. They got the Niners at plus one, I want to say 190 or no, 140. The Rams at plus 200, Seattle at plus 270, and Arizona at plus 600. Arizona is going to be dangerous. Let me say that again. Arizona is going to be dangerous. The Niners, I don't believe with Garoppolo or Trey Lance that they're going to do anything. I don't think they're going to be good. I don't think they're going to. They're probably going to be a middle-of-the-pack team, which they always been since the whole Colin Kaepernick ordeal. But I got the Rams winning that division. Man, the Rams' top three defense, you got Aaron Donald, you got Jalen Ramsey, you got Brockers. But you, the Rams just added 4,000 yards and 40 touchdowns with eight interceptions. The Rams just added Stafford. Stafford Stafford was being wasted in Detroit. He he's going to a way better situation and he's definitely gonna flourish over there. I got the Rams coming out of the NFC West and I definitely besides Tampa, the Rams are my favorite to come out the NFC in general. That team is gonna be ridiculous. They're they're three years removed or four years removed from the Super Bowl. And all they did was add Jalen Ramsey. They lost Jared Goff. They lost Todd Gurley. They added uh, Henderson. They had an Acres, but he got hurt. Now you got Cooper Cup and Roy Woods and the tight ends. I can't think of their names right now. But you added Matthew Stafford. Some say, and I don't want to toot nobody's horn, but they say Stafford does the same place Mahomes does. It's just that he was trapped in Detroit. And I believe that. Detroit, besides Megatron, who they had to throw? Gallup? Nah. Like Galloway, whatever his name is? Nah. Fucking uh, Amendola? Like, I'm taller than Amendola. Like, he's faster than me, obviously, you know. He's way skilled, but you can't have a five foot eleven guy or five foot nine doing a crossing while he's about to get murdered out there. He's definitely... He's definitely a good player being in the NFL, whatever, but Stafford is going to go crazy this year. I, I predict him at least 40, 40 touchdowns, 40 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. And that's the interception was being modest because I don't want to go any less than 10. As far as, as far as that, man, we got the AFC. We Obviously, we got the Chiefs. And the NFC, we either got the Chiefs clear cut favorite. Buffalo, I don't, I don't believe in them right now. I, I want to see more from Josh Allen to, to kind of give my take that they're gonna be the Super Bowl contenders or whatever. Cleveland Ravens, I, I, I don't know, man. That that shit's a toss up. They're gonna kill each other in the, in the process. But Kansas City definitely coming out the AFC, the NFC. 
It's either it's either going to be the Packers, Tampa, or the Rams, in my opinion. Seattle, maybe. You know, they got DK Metcalf, Lockett, Russell Wilson, nothing to play with. They just signed Jamal Adams. They got Wagner, probably the best linebacker in the league. But the NFC is more of a toss-up. I got, like I said, Packers, Tampa, maybe the Rams. Not maybe the Rams. I got the Rams solid contenders, but... Those three, Tampa, Packers, and and the Rams. As far as MVPs go, you got Mahomes plus 500, Aaron Rodgers, the reigning MVP at plus 1,000. You got Tampa, Tampa Tom, you know, plus 1,200, Josh Allen plus 1,200, Dak plus 1,200, and then you got Russ plus 1,200. I got Mahomes. But you can't discredit Aaron. Aaron is out for blood. Aaron wants to show the Packers what they're going to lose. Because they they don't bring nobody around them. They don't introduce they don't include them into to talks with that further the the company, the the team. Why wouldn't you add want Aaron Rodgers input when making team decisions? I I don't know. But Mahomes plus 500 is not a bad deal. I'll put some money on Aaron going plus 100, plus 1,000, I mean. So your 100 bucks makes you $1,000. On Aaron freaking Rodgers, like, like Stephen A. says, he's a bad, bad man. Defensive player of the year, you got Aaron Donald plus 500. You got Miles Gavitt plus 600. TJ Watt plus 850. My guy, Chase Young, big Ohio State, the Ohio State University, plus 1,100. Nick Bosa, 1,300, and Joey Bosa, 1,800. I, you know, it's hard to go against uh, Aaron Donald, plus 500. Miles Garrett's off for blood, man. But if T.J. Watt has the same season he had last year, sack master, sack machine, I feel like he's going to be defensive player of the year. As far as coach of the year, it all depends on who's doing good, man. If if Bill Belichick somehow makes it work with Mac Jones in that defense, he's probably going to be coach of the year. But I think he gets discredited a lot because he is Bill Belichick. You got Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. You have Sean Payton in New Orleans. If, If they make it work, you got Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. If they have somewhat of a good season, they're gonna he's gonna win. But I wanna say I wanna say if the Chargers go thirteen and four or twelve and five or whatever, because it's seventeen games this year. I wanna say uh, Coach Staley. Coach State is going to be coach of the year because they, they're they kind of set up to win. They have a good offense, good defense. Herbert's the face of the future. But, yeah. Now let's go to well, a segment that, that, got us, that got us on Twitter, that we created on Twitter, is the lock of the week. This week I got... Well, it's the Thursday game. I got Tampa Bay winning. I got Zeke to go over 54 and a half yards and Zeke touchdown. 
I think it's plus 370. Don't quote me on it. That's my lock of the week. We might talk. We might add some for Sunday. Right now, this is the only time they're letting us parlay a player prop, and I got and I'm taking I'm taking Tampa Zeke touchdown, and Zeke over 50, 54.5 yards, plus three seventy. That's that's the unofficial lock. If you follow us at Barbershop Locks on Twitter. We'll get the official one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is the first episode. This is I want to call it the Genesis. This is this is everything I wanted for it to be besides Kenny not being here. Hopefully next week we make time. We make something doesn't happen. Everything goes smooth, and we we could come together. You, you guys are really gonna like him. If you guys somewhat like me, you know, hopefully share the podcast. I will be having it up. I will be having it on Apple and Spotify. Please, please share the podcast. This is something that's near and dear to me. Something I want to get off the off the rails and and really start it. But like like I said, follow us at the barbershop. Well, not the barbershop. Follow us at barbershop locks on Twitter. Instagram will be up. Anytime next week, maybe this week, but yeah. Like, once again, my name is Omar Oaxaca, and I'll see you next Thursday. Thank you.